listening to Over the Oxo podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Today I'm talking about the Think Positive Brigade, which always makes me smile. Now we know that thinking positive has a huge amount of benefits. If you're an optimist, then it's said that you're going to live longer, you'll be more successful overall, you'll enjoy life, life will become a bit more easy. And it's obviously said that people who think negatively, they have that all or nothing style of thinking or black and white thinking, they catastrophize and so on. Then it's said that, you know, those people be someone who wants people to think positive all the time. And one of the ways that people kind of get bashed over the head with this think positive thing is to use affirmations. So I tell people on all my trainings about affirmations and what they do and what they don't do. And I still see people who've been through the trainings do the good old affirmations. To me, put very bluntly, they don't work for the majority of people. So affirmations, what are they? Why do they not work? And what can we do instead? So affirmations, this type of mantra, if you like, where you tell people, I am confident. I am a confident rider. I am a confident rider. I can ride confidently. I can compete confidently. And you pick one of these sentences and people who are into affirmations and they post on social media often give you affirmations to use and then you repeat them. Nobody knows how many times you repeat them or what you do whilst you're repeating them, what you're meant to be thinking about or doing. But apparently, if you repeat them over and over and over, it becomes true. Well, the problem with affirmations, first of all, is that an affirmation is an agreement of something. So if you don't believe what you're saying, your unconscious mind will throw it out. So if you're saying over and over, I'm a confident rider, I'm a confident rider, I can jump 120 easily. If you're saying these things and any part of you, even a small part of you or your mind is saying, no, you're not, or no, you can't, then your unconscious mind just kicks it out. And that's that. It's not paid any attention to. It doesn't do anything bad, but it doesn't do anything good. It's complete neutrality. You've got to believe what you're saying for it to take any effect. And that's quite difficult because if you're coming from a position where you lack confidence, where you don't feel good in a certain situation, where you have self-doubt, then you can't overcome it. You can't get in touch with that feeling of being totally positive and confident by just saying it. So the unconscious mind, although it understands language and words, it's not its favoured way of communicating. But if you think about an affirmation, it's very wordy, isn't it? And it's trying to just kind of shoehorn it into your brain 
and it doesn't really work that well. Most people give up on affirmations. So affirmations, who do they work for? They work to some extent and a small extent to people who are quite strongly what's called auditory digital. Auditory digital people talk to themselves a lot inside their head. They may have conversations with themselves or they may tell themselves certain things not to forget. Like, don't forget the milk, buy the milk, get milk, get milk, put milk in your shopping bag. And so they go through life talking through things. They may have a list in their head. So after I've mucked out, I'll do the waters, then I'll do the hay, then I'll do the feeds. I've just got the feeds to do now and then I'll be done. And they're saying these things over and over to themselves. They, they live in their heads very much. Auditory digital people are quite organised. They like things in a certain way and they like things to make sense. So if something doesn't make sense, like why would you sweep the yard and then decide to do the hay nets and carry the hay across the yard, then that will irritate someone who's auditory digital because it doesn't make sense to them to do things out of order. Auditory digital people like things to be very rational and logical and they think about doing tasks and jobs in a stepwise manner. Now, if you are auditory digital, and I think I am somewhere definitely in that category, it's only about 10% of the people who favour that kind of thinking style. The other 90% of people prefer to be very visual or they prefer to do things and they, they're feelers and doers, the kinesthetics. And uh, the rest of the people, again, a sliver of 10% are auditory. So they, they like to listen to stuff. They prefer verbal instructions and they talk to themselves quite a bit as well. But the auditory digital people, because they like words and they hear words a lot, they will describe things in words in their head. So if you, if you think about, let's think about a show jump, an auditory digital person will describe it. How many poles, how wide, how high, what the fill is like, etc. They will describe it in words. A visual person will see it. They'll, they'll be able to see it inside their head and they can see the size, they can see the width, they can see the number of poles, they can see the colours, etc. A kinesthetic person would like to build it, and then they've got a better idea of what it looks like and what kind of approach you would take towards this jump. So the auditory digital people are the people who stand to gain most from affirmations, but even so it's still not something that I would champion for those people. Because with affirmations, you've still got two other hurdles to overcome before the affirmation will work. So I've mentioned that you've got to have a belief. Now that belief in what you're saying has to be powerful. It's got to be true. And you've got to have this inside knowledge, this inside knowing that it's a truth for you or it's, you know, just a tiny step away 
you know, just a, a teeny, 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 tiny step. So it's very, very much a possibility. You can see it. You can smell it from here. So if you're saying certain affirmation, it needs to be part of your belief system or your value system, what you find important. And if not, it's probably not going to work. The second thing that you need is that your logical mind, your conscious mind, the mind that makes you aware of everything, and your non-logical unconscious mind both need to agree that this is a possibility. So consciously, logically, you may know that you can do a certain thing. You may know that you can do the dressage test. You can jump that jump. You can do that course. You can go to that clinic. It's all very logical because you know it's within your skill set. However, your unconscious mind might just be listening in and thinking, you could do it, but you haven't got full confidence. So your unconscious mind may kind of go through its memories and past emotions and your habits or past habits. And if it dips into those storage units, would it find any opposition to that affirmation? And if it does find opposition in the present moment that comes from anything in the past or anything that's happened, then that affirmation has zero value. So your unconscious mind can easily reject these affirmations. Your unconscious mind is 95 to 97% of your thinking. If that 95 to 97% decides to reject a certain statement, then it's going to be very hard to convince the 3 to 5% that you are doing or can do what you say you can. So affirmations are are not the way forward unless, here's the caveat, you are in a very relaxed state. So they are used during hypnotherapy because the unconscious mind starts to relax and accept them. So if you begin to relax, and and when I say relax in hypnotherapy, I don't mean you're asleep. I don't mean you're zonked out. I mean, you're a little bit relaxed. You won't feel very much different from how you feel in the normal waking state. In fact, you probably feel the same way as you do when you're watching television. It's, It's that level of relaxation. When you're in that kind of state, and your mind is listening to the hypnosis and there are certain parts of the hypnosis that feel familiar to your mind. Maybe your hypnosis has got your horse's name in or where you've been riding or something else, you know, the colour of your horse, anything at all that lets your unconscious mind relax a little bit and trust the hypnotherapist then that hypnotherapist is able to give you the suggestions, which may sound very much like affirmations. And your unconscious mind, because it has that amount of trust in the hypnotherapist, then those affirmations do start to work. 
So if you want a a podcast about self-hypnosis, do let me know because that could be a means of using affirmations. Without any form of hypnosis, any form of relaxation or even meditation, although meditation is more about emptying your mind, then you're probably not going to find affirmations do much good. So what on earth are we going to do if we can't just sit there and tell ourselves over and over and over that you can do this and you are confident in your ability, then here are some things that we can do. So the first thing to do is to try a pattern interrupt. I've mentioned these before. These are short, sharp ways that stop the flow of negative images, negative words, anxiety. So pattern interrupt isn't a strong technique. So if you're suffering from, you know, generalized anxiety or depression or something like that, pattern interrupt will not be strong enough. If your nerves are quite strong, debilitating even, then again, a pattern interrupt may not be the strongest. But the pattern interrupt would be, for example, if you're hearing negative words, try turning the volume down. Imagine you've got a dial and turn it down. Or, I like this one, change the voice. So if you hear your own voice or you hear the voice of somebody that you know, turn the voice into somebody else's. Turn it into a ridiculous character's. Now, I like Marge from The Simpsons. I like her voice. So turn it into anybody. Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, anything. Because once it gets ludicrous like that, Again, your unconscious mind is not going to pay it much attention. Another one that I really like and I often tell people to do is to say the word stop. And you do it regularly and you do it firmly and you tell yourself to stop. And that will work with images as well as sounds. And if you can start doing pattern interrupt often enough and early enough when the thinking or the pictures start coming to you, then not only does it get rid of that habit, but the word stop or the, you know, the Marge Simpson voice becomes part of the new habit. It's quite curious. You hear the word stop or you hear Marge Simpson before you even think about it. The second thing to do is to set goals. And setting goals very often just small goals at at first with all the sights and sounds of feelings of what you want to achieve and using this as a visualization is also very underrated and yet very powerful. So if you need more detail on this I'm going to drop it into the box below for a link to the other podcast episode which was all about visualization. So doing these things will help you far more than that positive thinking brigade who keep telling you to use affirmations. Okay, so rant over is one of my hobby horses, affirmations. Do let me know how you're getting on. 
I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Take care and I'll see you again very soon.